Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean. It is Wednesday, October 11th, 2017. I'm Mike Dowler, and this is Conversations. And our co-host, returning co-host, you're making a habit of this, uh, Connor Dwelly. Connor, how are you? I'm doing quite well. How about you? Doing well. Glad to have you here, even though you were nine minutes late. <laughs> well... <laughs> You know, it's I. You know, I'm I'm sorry. I know you had an excuse. You were at Costco, or, um, you know. I was riding a moose. Really. I was riding a moose, uh, through the through all the snow. That sounds very Canadian. I can you know. see, and I can use that excuse with with um, Americans, because I mean, well, because we, we don't know, we're very very naive. Yeah. No. <laughs> Not that, but just anywhere that isn't Canada, because then it's like, oh yeah, well it's Canada. There's snow, so I'm um, my I apologize for my tardiness. The snow was so bad. Snow in October, yeah. The you're snow you're here good. is so bad. I'm not gonna pe- penalize you. You know, the, you're fine. What would what would Tim Hortons say? Anyway, get, uh, there's a there's a cup of coffee with your name on it at Tim Hortons. So, yeah, exactly. Well, good to good to have you on again. Again, I want to thank our guest from two weeks ago. We had um, a wonderful guest, Tony Cavallero. Tony plays the role of Dewey Finn on Nickelodeon's School of Rock. So we had him on in a great, great show as well. That's episode number six, and that is available on our website, which is it's a, it's a mouthful, guys. <laughs> Here it goes. Give me conversationspod dot site dot com slash conversations conversations pod dot wix site dot com slash conversations we got to shorten that somehow and it's also on podbean our podcasts are on podbean too so you can go to podbean get our rss feed and they've got a great uh podcast player as well you can download to your phone and our shows go right to your phone so you never search for them it's delivered right to your, your doorstop knock knock new podcast and you can listen so again, check those out as well. Connor, by the way, uh, you're working on a show in Montreal. How's that going? Yes. Um, well, I got back. The, I, I went three times. And um, the the last time I went was like a week ago. Or, yeah, like a week ago. And I came back Tuesday. And so I'm, I'm done. I'm wrapped. It was only three days. It was a small part. But it was like, it was really nice to be a part of everyone there was like really nice. It's called The Truth About the Harry Kubert Affair. And it's like, it's got Patrick Dempsey. It's um, Christine Froseth. It's uh, it's like a, a whodunit kind of thing. But it's like one of the actually fun ones, not one of the goofy, bad ones. Good, good, <laughs> yeah. And the guy from Seinfeld was there too. Then as well. Hello, Newman. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> a great great um great uh, opportunity for you as well and uh we talked yesterday when i was in solving and you said uh i'm auditioning and that's what uh, you do you had a real long run on girlfriend's guide the divorce and um i've got to tell you I, I i i well i sent you the photo but i happened to cross the show a few few weeks a couple weeks ago and it was the uh scene where lily visits the doctor for the first time <laughs> Oh, the gyno? Yeah, this, yes. And I got to say, how awkward was that? <laughs> because, because, because because your mom was like, okay, this is not happening. This is not going to happen now, and we're done, you know. But, um, yeah, how did you approach that, I mean, with, that, with a straight face? Well, I mean, in, like, where I live, the, we just have the same doctor for everything. Oh, oh. So... So like when I when I was there, it was like, well, this is this is different. This is like a different culture. Yeah. But um, how did I keep a straight face? Well, that Lisa, I'm the, sure it was... I, I've seen that episode, and I it was too bad because they cut out part of it that was so funny that like when the condoms fell, like yeah. Lisa was doing like a crab walk. That's right. That's right, folks. She said condoms. Okay. You guys are very, very forward-thinking in Canada, but continue. 
Oh, sorry. I guess I should explain. <laughs> yes. Should I? Yes. Yeah. So the the scene is like I'm at the gynecologist because I spoilers spoilers right, here, in case you watch the show. I have a boyfriend, and I my my I'm I'm wanting to get some action with this right. m- man yeah. guy. <laughs> so. I I go to the gynecologist with my mom and she's all uncomfortable and she like hits at the end of the scene she hits a thing of condoms by accident and they all fall. But <laughs> I was fish. sad because then that's when they cut it. That's they cut it there and I was like, "Oh, but the best part was like where Lisa was doing a crab walk against like on the floor like by herself just picking them up." Um, and they cut it out, but it's like that with awful. a lot of things. Yeah. Sometimes when they shoot stuff it's like they have like two hours worth of stuff and yeah. then like good done stuff and then they have to just cut it down. I didn't realize how how edgy that show is, but it is it is very edgy. It's it's a neat show. Yeah. Oh, it's great! It's a great show. Um, but it's like girlfriend's guy the divorce and then and and the sequel could be like you know um, you know I'm your daughter and and I'm not seeing any action. Because the girlfriend's got the divorce, but so it's like, it's like bad mojo <laughs> from the <laughs> from the get go. But a great show. I mean, guys, that it's on Bravo. It's in demand. Um, we have Spectrum here in Los Angeles, so you can get that on your on your TV and just download it. And, and in in Canada, it's Spice, which is oh sorry, Slice, Slice. Pardon me. Should be for the show. Should be Spice, but anyway. Well, good. We have it on Slice and the Women's Network. I think it's still on the Women's Network. It's weird how it bounces around. That's yeah, a good, yeah. Because you wouldn't but. see that. You wouldn't see that like on you know National Geographic or anything like that. I don't think it'd be a you know kind of a push. I don't think so. No. Well, tonight we've got a really special guest, and you and I when I when I asked you if you wanted to co-host, you were like, "Yes!" exclamation point. So, um, <laughs> it, but it's going to be a phenomenal show. Um, our guest tonight is from Scotland. She's from the Highlands of Scotland. Her name is Gemma Forbes. She's an actress um, and also a model uh, from um, Inverness, Scotland. Came to uh, London and then to New York to really hone and really perfect her, her skills in, in acting and theater and movies and all that stuff. And, um, well, I mean, it's Scotland. So, I mean, I, I mean what, they turn out some very, very, very... Let's just say the arts are alive and well in Scotland. I think I'm, I think I can go that far to say that. I want to go ahead and bring our guest in, uh, Gemma Forbes. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? I should say um, I got to find the uh, the the actual. Um, oh, uh, glad to meet you. Did I say that right? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good Scottish accent. Yeah, Good, good attempt. Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> so, so who's it going? How you how you doing there? I'm good. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a really good Scottish accent you did. I did. I've been working on it, like all of like twenty minutes. And Connor's <laughs> from Canada, so it's it's close enough, I think. I'm yeah. yes, I'm from Canada, <laughs> but I did I did have Scottish relatives. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of Scottish people in Canada. There's a lot of um, you know, Scottish heritage. Mm. Um, so that's, that's cool. How did that happen? How did they end up in Canada? I don't know. <laughs> they just all left Scotland, headed for Canada. I don't know. There's yeah, a lot of sort of immigration there. I think it wouldn't be the day. Yeah, it wouldn't be potato famine because that's Irish. So I'm trying to think that's that's a whole other thing. Well, I mean, yeah. It's a, there is a bit of a dark history behind it, probably, but um, or not probably, but definitely. But we won't go into that. We'll keep it up, buddy. Definitely. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And you are in you're, right now. You're <laughs> you. We talked before we went on the air, and you're in New York City. Yeah, I am. Mm-hmm. Now, in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Wow, exciting! How is oh. how is that transition geographically going from Scotland to London to New York? That's amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, New York's very different from Scotland, um, especially where I'm from. I'm from the north. I'm from the Highlands. Yes. And um, it's it, it's very quiet there. And, um, yeah, not many people. So, I mean, compared to New York, it's very different. I, I actually like to go back um, when I can a couple of times a year just to kind of have that balance, you know? Sure. 
because it does get pretty crazy in New York. But um, yeah, it, it was a big transition, I think. Um, one of the funny like things is like language. You know, even though we we all speak English, right? Um, there's lots of sort of words, like vocabulary, that um, that we use that Americans and, and Canadians too that they don't use. So there's sometimes a lot of that lost in translation, funny things that go on. You know, are they? Are, they it, to- are you guys speaking Gaelic there as well, or is that more Ireland? Um, I mean, we speak Gaelic, uh, you know, in sort of parts of the Highlands. I, I didn't grow up speaking Gaelic. I actually, you know, although I was born in Inverness, um, I, we moved to a little town called Forest, which is 30 miles away. So no one really speaks that there. It's more kind of, it's, it's Inverness and up, like Highlands and Islands. Yeah. But, you know, not, not really. I mean, most people I know don't speak it. But there is areas off the Highlands that they do. It's their first language. Um, gotcha. But I'm I'm talking about more just you know wor- like words. Um, sure. You know, same with like um, there's a lot of like sort of British English words that are very different in America. that mean, totally different things that can get you into trouble. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can't have that. Jeez, Connor can relate to that. Yeah. yeah. Do you have issues like auditioning like for stuff where they're like, well, you got to lose the accent. Definitely, yeah. I mean, I most things I audition for, I have to put on American accent. Ooh, what does uh, it sound like? What do you mean? <laughs> what does it sound? Because I, I like what, what? Okay, can you, can oh, like you my, say oh, my American accent? Yeah, can um, you put on an American accent? Is it really good? Should, I don't know. You have to be the judge of that. Uh, what should I say? What do you mean to say? Like, um, let's I take it. Let's <laughs> t- how about get, get, how about let's take a walk in Central Park. Mm. Okay, uh, let's take a walk in Central Park. Very good. Wow. Hey, that's pretty good. That's very good. Thank you. Better than me. You sound like a native. That's great. <laughs> very good. You, totally. You, you never, you never <laughs> forgot where you came from, which is cool. You mentioned going back and and spending time back in Scotland. Yeah, early, I uh, early. To go back when I can. My, all my family are still there. So you're so, so important. Let's mention the family. Your parents. Um, did they approve of you? coming to America America yeah they're totally supportive um my, you know my parents like love to come and visit me and of, and of course they miss me yeah um well I would hope for, <laughs> yeah I know me too <laughs> they don't um but yeah no they're they're, they're all on board and 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 the, sure. and the process I mean are the arts alive and well in Scotland yeah definitely I mean you know like I said, like I'm from the Highlands, so there isn't too much happening. At, well, at least when I was growing up, you know, there wasn't a lot. But yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff happening in Scotland, and in Edinburgh, I mean, Edinburgh has one of the largest uh, arts festivals, one of the, the biggest theatre festivals in the world. That happens sure. every year. Um, I don't. You, you guys have probably heard of the Edinburgh Festival, um, but yeah, that's a lot of fun, and it's like. It's, it's so much fun to go to, and it's, it's a great time to, to be in Edinburgh. The energy and like the buzz of the place is it's, it's incredible. And, and there's just so much stuff, so much like theater and comedy and music, and it's an abundance. It's like hard to like choose what to go to. And Rod you know? Stewart, Rod Stewart's from Scotland as well. He is. Yes. Yes. So have it. Oh, I didn't know that. You didn't know that, really? Wow. No, I didn't. Make make a note of that. That on this date, I, I told you that Rod Stewart <laughs> used to reside in Scotland. <laughs> okay. And you guys play a lot of rugby there too, right? Yeah, rugby's a thing. Yeah, for sure. So, how far is Scotland from from London? From London, um, well, if you're coming going from like Edinburgh, Glasgow, it's like probably like like four or five hours on like a fast train. Oh wow! Okay. Um, but you know, if you're coming from like where where I'm from, it's like a good eight nine hours. On oh the my, train. a whole day. And then much more yeah. if you're driving as well. You know, it's quicker to go by train. So you're not you're not landlocked. You can actually you can you can go across and not have to take a ferry or anything like that. You know. So. Yeah, no, yeah, we're on the mainland. Let's talk yeah. about your career. And obviously, um, again, born and raised in Scotland. 
Did um was when did you decide you really wanted to pursue the arts? You wanted to be an actress. Well, you know, I think I always wanted to be an actor. Um, I didn't. I went. I went to college when I left school for acting. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I didn't like. I did that course, and I didn't go straight into it. And then I took another course a couple of years later. Um, actually, in in New York with this teacher. And that was a point where I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. And at that point, I made a commitment and like did everything I could to, you know, get experience and and just yeah, become really committed to that. I think before I was sort of dabbling and I, and I wanted to do it, but I, you know, wasn't fully in it. Because I because th- I think I think of Scotland and I, I'm not, I'm not trying to stereotype, but um, I I'm, I'm thinking that. Acting really not a a common choice for an occupation in Scotland. Yeah, no, I think, I think that's probably very true. Yeah, absolutely. And not a lot of actresses in Canada as well. I understand, except for Connor. I go. I think it's totally a big thing in Canada. Yeah. That's what I was thinking because I feel like you've got a big um, movie industry, haven't you, in uh, like Vancouver? And I feel like there's a lot of. Um, actresses from Canada that I hear of. I always think they're American and I find out they're Canadian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's yeah, I'm lucky here because it's like, there's like a, a bunch of good studios here and like people and even American directors who live in the U.S. who like coming yeah. up here to shoot. Mm-hmm. So I'm really lucky. So yeah. did you start acting in Scotland or did you did you make the move first no I mean I I had started acting in Scotland I went to college for acting there and you know got involved in a few little things but nothing like nothing really professional so my professional career started in New York I would say where did you go to school what what is what is acting school like in Scotland um, so I I went to call, college for acting. I did a college course first, and then I was planning on going to drama school. Like so, there's a drama school. Um, a few really great drama schools in the UK. And I'd applied to all of these schools, and that was my plan. Then I came to New York, and I was supposed to be here only for like a few weeks. And I was working with this teacher that I previously done a workshop with, and um, I ended up just basically staying in New York and not going back and not doing my auditions and just all of this stuff like started happening for me in New York. I just felt like that was a place that I wanted to be and ended up making that happen. So yeah, I didn't end up like doing the drama, like the actual sort of drama school. Although I went to college, it was a college course in like a year um, previously, but uh, yeah. Um, and then in, in New York, I just worked with a bunch of different teachers. I worked with the Living Theatre for a while, and um, yeah, and lots of different teachers. I did some Michael Chekhov stuff, and like Meisner, and um, a host of really great people. So it was, it was very much kind of um, uh, non-traditional, like eclectic training. That's wonderful. I mean, yeah. it's it's it's, it's like. It just kind of it just kind of happened for you, but you 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 did it was baby steps at first. Obviously, you did a lot of yeah. sh- did a lot of shorts and indie films, and those are great. Uh, the, sh- the short films are so wonderful. Um, but when you, uh, remember when you got your SAG card? Yeah. Uh-huh. What was that like? Actually, um, it was yeah, it was really exciting. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. I know it's, it's it is a big deal, isn't it? It's kind of like a rite of passage, I guess. What's that? It's kind of like a rite of passage almost. I know, I know, yeah, I know, because I feel like you um, talk about it for so long among like your actor friends and like, it's yeah, for sure. And then again, in Canada they got Agtra, so that's kind of like their SAG as well. And Connor, you've had your card for a long time. Uh, I don't know if there's a card. Well, you, you, you. I mean, you. you so you just belong. You got to have proof, you know. <laughs> 
Well, with, <laughs> there's like the union. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we see. I didn't mean to. Let, let me rephrase that. When we say SAG card, it's kind of like I think the card is kind of like the. It's kind of like just a, a a thing, but it you know you, 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 it's it's like hey I'm SAG, but I've got my SAG card. So you're actra. So there's probably a card somewhere you. Oh, uh, you know. I see. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm actra, but I don't have a card. I just have a number. Oh wow, that's kind of awkward. So like when you go to an audition, <laughs> so <you're>, number <laughs> eight, you would write down the number. Wow. That's you know, being eco in in Canada, they're not. Wasting all the plastic on the car. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is exactly. Thank you, Gemma. I knew Gemma would, uh, would, would rationalize that for me. Let me go ahead and stop down for just one second. It is Conversations. Uh, it is uh, Conversations uh, Radio. Conversations the podcast. Again, uh, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, and uh, email us any questions about the show. You can always drop us a line. It's uh, conversationspod at gmail.com. So very, very easy to get a hold of us and drop us lines. And thanks for listening. We appreciate that. All of our live shows become podcasts very, very shortly after. So look forward to that. And tonight's guest, uh, again, is uh, Gemma Forbes. You have um, done some pretty big things lately, Gemma. And uh wanted to talk about those as well. And uh, yeah. he, he obviously putting that SAG card to work. Um, I am. I'm trying to. Yeah. <laughs> So a big one for, for you um, last year was middle school, the worst years of my life. I can so relate to this film. Yeah. I feel like you were telling my story. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I think a lot of people can relate to that, um, that character in the film and his struggles with that. I mean, did you see middle school? Did you get a chance to see it? I saw the, 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 the trailer, the couple of trailers for it, and it looks absolutely hilarious. I love the way it's, yeah. the way it's done. And I'm gonna have to I'm gonna try to find it and see if I can watch it because it's 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 amazing. Um, with the cartoons and all that stuff and you know everybody. I th- yeah. And I can relate because I think every kid has gone to a school where there's that one anal retentive stu- te- teacher or principal or whatnot. It's just by the book and doesn't totally. Yeah. And it's the point like yeah. I've had it, and you wonder why kids snap, you know. <laughs> but uh, where can no. you find it, Gemma? At middle school, actually, you can. Um, Get it on iTunes. Um, yeah, I believe. Yeah, should be on there. Um, it's probably on maybe Netflix. I don't know. Other other platforms too, but it's it's there. Yeah. And the truth about lies is also coming out. You did that this year, and that looks uh, very promising too. Yeah, the truth about lies is coming out in a couple of weeks. Uh, we open. I think we have twenty five different uh, cinemas, movie theaters. Wow. Um, across the states and then yeah we open in la we have our uh red carpet there so coming over to your neck of the woods ah um, I'm the, yeah i'm excited because you know we shot that a little while ago um so i'm just excited for everyone to see it and you know reconnect with the cast we had such a blast like shooting that film yeah it's i mean that's that's a lot of fun i mean how long was it how long how long is how was that a long shoot for you guys was that sorry? Was that a long shoot? The the shoot no the shoot itself wasn't long. It just it took a little bit little while to um to come out you know do the whole festival circuit and that kind of thing. Uh, that's uh that's gonna be ama- gonna be amazing. For you. And again, you've got a lot of stuff here hanging in post, uh, which is gonna be coming out as well. And the short films I saw some clips from some of the short films and they're really really good. Allure, um, amazing. Uh, the argument. Also, um, very oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Over that, yeah, the argument. Uh-huh. And parallel that dreams, parallel dreams as well. Very, very yeah. artsy, you know. And and uh, and and, and uh, are you able to watch your watch your work? Do you feel any, you feel any uneasiness when you watch yourself? Yeah, I mean, definitely for yeah. sure. Um, I think especially like the first time you're seeing something. Um, yeah, like in middle school, for example, I saw it in the movie theater. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I don't know, like, what I'm, like, what I'm going to be doing." I mean, obviously, I know what I'm doing because I shot the scene, but you don't know what makes it in, you know? Right. Um. So yeah, the, there is like apprehension, and I think a lot of people are like, are like that, you know, for what, sure. And what do your parents? Um, what do your parents think when they see you? I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, they, they, <laughs> I have no idea. What they think. It's, it's quite funny though because um, 
this is a short film that I did um, with my best friend. This is where I met her, actually. We did this uh, really silly short film. There's, like, there's so many things wrong with it, but we bonded on this film. And the funny thing is, when my parents came to New York, uh, we, we put it on, like me and my friend, like, let's watch this. Put it on at the big TV. Yeah. And uh, they laughed so much. Like my mom was like crying. Aww. And they like, <laughs> she's like, this is amazing. It's like the best thing ever. Like they just loved it. But I think they were laughing at things that like weren't really supposed to be funny, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then when my friend came to Scotland, my mom was like, oh, let's put the, the, the film on Gemma and Liz's film. You have to watch it. It's amazing. It's so great and everything. And, um, you know, they put it on the film and then they're just like, okay. <laughs> the family were just like, mm, this isn't really that funny. Meanwhile, like, my parents thought it was hysterical, you know. Um, but I think just because there was so many like silly things wrong with it. And um, yeah, it was, it was funny, but maybe not so funny. So your mom and dad are proud of you. That's what it is. You know, just, they are. Yeah. But I mean, this, the funny thing with that is that, like, you know, that was such a, like, a silly, nothing, like, film. And they thought that was funny. Yet, like, I don't know, like, the bigger thing. So just, like, kind of take it in their stride, you know, and they're supportive. Connor, you've done some shorts as well. I have. Yeah, yeah. actually, that's uh, I I haven't done a short in a really long time like acted in one i was gonna i was gonna ask Gemma, like do you prefer i i prefer doing crew work on like short like indie stuff but i like i think i prefer acting in like more um i don't know what the word is but like um broadcast like i i don't know what to call it like union i guess but do which do you have one that you prefer? Um, what, what do you mean, like? Uh... Like, like, do you prefer doing like more indie stuff or like more mainstream? Right. Uh... Um, you know, for for me, I think it just depends on like if it's if it's something you want to do and if it's good. Like, it doesn't matter to me if it's um, you know, like a really big production versus something really indie. Like, if I really love the material and I, you know, respect the people that I'm working with and I, I can connect with them, then, yeah. and I really believe in it and I'm excited about it. And, like, for me, that's what matters. Because um, you could do something that's really, like, big that's and not a, be good. That's a really and, good question, yeah. Connor. Great question because, you know, sometimes indie films are stepping stones. And other times they're, you know, it's, they're not because there are well-established actors that have been acting for years that'll come, that'll, that'll stop down, and they'll do an indie film because they can. Because indie films, I think, with indie films, and I, again, it's a great, great question, Connor. I don't want to say that indie films are less than, but I know, I know what you're saying. Rather, would you want to do more, you know, big studio productions or these little indie films? Because indie films, like I say, are the little, the little, little, th- little projects that that can and do, you know, I think I can, I think I can become very, very, I mean, great, great indie films out there. I totally support yeah. it. So I know what she's saying. Totally. Um, but again, the, 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 the pressure I would think is not there like it is at a big studio um, production, although there are budgets, obviously. So that's, that's an issue. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, and Connor, you've directed as well and, and made films. So for you, I have, yeah, I mean, you've been on both sides. What do you prefer, Connor? Well, it's like I I ask because like you know, like there's it's such a different thing. Like the indies, I know actors who prefer doing indies because they don't have to do what the what the network wants and they can like right. do that kind of thing. And then there's the people who are like, "Oh, well, I don't I, I don't want to, you know, like like have it jeopardize like me which i can understand if it's like yeah. a really low budget thing but that was why i asked but i prefer um well i prefer i'm a production assistant so i prefer doing like indie stuff because then there's stuff for me to do so i started mm-hmm. working in like as a production assistant or just assistants in general in film when i was like 12 13 
So oh, wow. I I liked that more because I was doing stuff all the time because there were less yeah. people, so I had more stuff to do. But then as I got older, I started working on union stuff, and that really just is like security. You have to watch that stuff doesn't get stolen or that <laughs> you know all this stuff happens or doesn't happen. You'll, but you'll, yeah, um, but maybe you feel like you lose like a a, a little part, like you're not as much of a part of person thing is that what you think if it's on something bigger when you're assisting yeah like if, and you'll um, see a smaller project you feel kind of more part of like what's going yeah. on yeah yeah exactly yeah some of the stuff she's worked on Gemma is, is phenomenal I mean she's her reel is online I think on her website as well as through um you can go through um to her IMDB and some really really good things she's done so um, a lot oh, of a lot of talent like there. I have to check it out. And indie I'm, I'm... and indie films and the thing about indie films is I've seen a lot of films, you know that that say they're indie films and you watch them and they go, this is not an indie film, this is amazing. <laughs> like I saw like Moonrise Kingdom, you know, kind of indie, kind yeah. of indie film, amazing film. I mean, amazing. Um, I want to see Growing Up Smith. It's another one. It's uh, with uh, Brighton Sharbino and. Uh, and I think what's his name from um oh my god from better from um my name is Earl, what's his name I can't think of his name now, anyway, um you the 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 trailers I think the secret of a good indie film is the trailer, that's what's gonna suck you uh-huh. in, um the um and we've had several people on here that are doing indie films, uh, an American in Texas that's gonna be um um Tony Cavallero, he's in that, um a lot of a lot of the I mean it's just fun stuff. Um, indie films. That's great. Sure, yeah, the um the the nexus, of course, is you're you're working, and um there comes a point, obviously in your career, it's like well you don't work for free anymore, because it's a, it's a job, yeah. it's a job. Indie films, not question sure they pay very much, but um certainly again it's um it's good on your resume, for the most part, mm-hmm. as as do the shorts. You're in New York. You're in New York now. You're living the dream in New York City. I mean this. Uh, I mean. You said you can see Manhattan from your from your window. I can, which is awesome. I'll, I'll send you a little snap. Yeah, I'll yeah, be great. The, where do yeah, you, I'll send now, you guys a pic. Where do you go for pizza? Do you go to Johnny's? Uh, Ray's Pizza. Ray's um, Pizza. Yeah. No, I, I'm not. A, I'm not like a big mad pizza. Yeah. I'm not. To be honest with you. So it's terrible and, to say, isn't it? Living in New York. <laughs> Because you think when you think New York, you think pizza, and you think really good Chinese. Food, I know. Or a good deli. And bagels. Bagels, bagels yes. Too. Bagels. Good bagels, yeah. And Canada, you think? Let me think about that. <laughs> Coffee and Tim Hortons. Beautiful landscape. It's gorgeous. Have you have you been? I have. Um, I've only been to Montreal though. We we Ooh. drove there actually. Um, for the for film festival for the Montreal International Film Festival or World World Film Festival, how um, I... we drove from New York, yeah. Oh, okay. So that's, a, that's like for Connor. How is that for you? Because you you grew up you you're from Toronto, but you grew up in in BC as well as a short time in New Zealand. So when you go to Montreal, mm-hmm. do you notice a big difference? Oh, it's so nice there. Yeah, it's, it's cool, like, isn't it? Yeah, I like. I really like it there. Um, uh, a big difference? Uh, I don't think there's... Well, it's like the nightlife is different. Yeah. But I'm not of age here to drink. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really have much of a nightlife. But, okay. like, just... You can tell. You, you can tell things are different. Like, the just the attitude... Aren't you 19? Mm-hmm. Is different. Aren't you 19? Hello? I thought no. I lost you guys there. Sorry. No. Okay. Yeah, I thought that I did too. I was like, yeah, it's, it's one of those things. Yeah. Yeah. But we're all here. Uh, we're no, good. I'm 18 still. Are you? Can you? So, can you go out? And are you old enough to go out in Canada? Is it different? Is it different drinking age? Well, the okay. So in Montreal, it's 18. In New Zealand, it's 18. Right. And I think a bunch of there's a bunch of other places that it's 18. But because in the UK, it's 18 also. Yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah. Um, I didn't. I didn't hear it's Canada 19. Some yeah. Ca- some countries, yeah, here it's 19, and then the U.S. is 21. Yeah, obviously. Some, some countries is mm-hmm. like 12. <laughs> it's like, jeez, you know. Where have you been? <laughs> yeah, where, where have no you been? Me and Bobby were drinking. We were doing shots, you know. So. 
yeah, I think certainly parts of um, Europe are really young because I remember going on school yeah. trips when I was like 14. And, oh, yeah. You know, you'd get your parents to sign a release form saying that you have a glass of wine with dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. The, um, so funny. It's just, I guess it's all attitudes. Um, but, um, yeah, California, definitely 21. New York's 18, isn't it? No, 21. 21, really? Okay. I thought it was 18. I think Arizona, yeah. one of them might be. Actually, what they just passed in California now for cigarettes, 21. So you can't oh, buy. Really? Which is weird because you, I, I'm not I'm not a smoker, but you can vote at 18, but you can't uh, drink or um, buy cigarettes till you're 21. So that's. I know. You can be sent to the army and everything, yeah. but you cannot smoke a cigarette. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so what's uh, so? Uh, oh, sorry. Go, go, no, go ahead. <laughs> now I was just going to ask Connor. Um, so when when did you live in New Zealand? Oh, I lived there. Oh, I was very young. I was like, I was only there for a couple of years, but I was there when I was like five and six, and a little bit of seven, I think. Oh, cool. Yeah, and I really liked it there. We moved because my dad works in VFX, and he was working on King Kong at a studio called Weta, which is, like, very big in Wellington. Mm-hmm. So, That's really yeah. cool. And he worked on Avatar. <laughs> so. And he worked on Avatar, yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. So. Amazing. And, and mom's a writer. <laughs> so I know that. So My mom's a writer, yeah. Your mom is... Where is she? Connor's mom is so funny. She, um, she's she's always, a very creative family. Yeah, whenever I have Connor on, I usually get an email from her mom or a message. Um, warning, warning me about Connor's potty mouth, but it's never been oh, yeah? bad at all. I think, I think the worst she ever said was, uh, uh, well, you said badass and you said con- a condom. So that's, 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 I never heard you, you know, so I'm, you're always very much a lady when you're on the show, which I, and I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I'm a, uh, thank you. Thank rat, you. Rat Fink. What? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> that's why, that's why I have to make sure that the, that the set, like, that I've hung up before I go off and curse. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, actually, somewhere. Actually, it's funny. <laughs> I don't know if you watch if you watch the middle, but um, you know the, the, the season started the last season of the middle, and Casey, Casey Burke is a good friend of ours on the show. She co-hosts as well. She plays awkward Cindy, which is Brick's girlfriend with the funny hat. And apparently, this season, uh, Brick has decided that he needs to break up with Cindy because it's his big sophomore year, and you know he's like limited himself so he wants to basically um break up with her he doesn't know how to do it and anyway he um he realizes he's his, his phone is um dialed butt dialed and actually butt oh dialed butt dialed her and he and he let out a rant during this um next scene is uh cindy at the door and apparently realized that it was a butt dial but she didn't hear anything he said so basically he said okay well, I'm breaking up with you, <laughs> and <laughs> and it was basically put it off on his parents, you know. So um, it was um, yeah, the, the the famous the famous uh, butt dial for sure. The the um the long and the short of this for, for, for you, I mean, really, you've you've kind of just it all kind of fell into place for you. I mean, you, you obviously you you, t- you took the steps necessary. You went to school and you learned and then workshops and whatnot. But did you ever wait mm-hmm. tables? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? I did, yeah. Oh, let's, let's talk about that. Because those are the backstories. <laughs> those are the backstories <laughs> that you never read about on IMDb. Uh, I waited tables and um, made lots of drinks wow. over, in my time. Funnily enough, my parents, actually, back in Scotland, had bars and restaurants. So I kind of I kind of grew up doing that in that world. That is... I'm a good, good, good hostess. No, that's cool because you, you, you um, it's very, very common. It kind of gives you, a, yeah, a, you know, because um, I'm sure in the back of your mind you're always saying, "I won't be doing this for much longer." You know, <laughs> that role, <laughs> that role is on its way. You know, and um, I know. I mean, I it was fun though. I mean, it was really fun, like bar, bartending as well. I bar, bartended in a place in um, uh, in Manhattan when I first wow. came to New York. Um. And it, yeah, it was just, it was a blast. It was like a music place, like lots of bands played. Actually, Peter Green, he used to come into that bar. I know Peter Green. And, I've heard of him. Uh, yeah. yeah. He, he, he's quite a character. Who was, who was, <laughs> who, who was, he came the... in one day and gave me a total lecture because he'd like <laughs> said, oh, you get in touch with my agent. It was, it was really lovely and like he was really, um, 
you know, do me a favor. Yeah. And um, he got really angry at me because I hadn't called the next day. And so he took me outside the bar and he's like, do you want to work in a bar for the rest of your life? It's quite an intimidating character. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so, but I mean, I, I was obviously grateful that he did that, but, you know, I, I didn't act fast enough, apparently. <laughs> Two questions for you. Who was the first celebrity you ever met? First celebrity? Oh, yeah. gosh. Um, where you just where you, where you just fell apart? <laughs> Peter Green. <laughs> Peter Green. No, I don't know. I don't think it was. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm, not, I'm really not sure. And, uh, and Connor? Yeah, there's not there's not too many in floating around Scotland. Well, yeah, but, except for Rod Stewart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Connor, who did you first meet? You worked with a lot of people, but your first big celebrity. My, are you still there? You're kind of cutting out. Am I? A little bit. Okay. Are you hearing that, Gemma? Um, no, it's good on my end, actually. Okay. Okay, it's probably me then. Okay. But anyways, um, the first, I met in Hathaway when I was eight, but I only oh. worked with her for a few days because I played a young version of her. Right. Oh, cool. That was my first job. That was Barricade, right? That was a movie called Passengers. Passengers, right, okay. Yeah. Um, very cool. But she, I, yeah, she's Anne. very she's sweet. She's lovely, isn't she? Yeah, she really is. You don't hear anything bad about her. That's not very controversial, you know. Did you work yeah. with her, Gemma? I did. I actually, um, like a few years back, I actually stood in for her as her stand-in on the movie. Wow. Oh, um, neat. Yeah, and she was so lovely. She was so sweet. Um, so yeah, it was nice. Nice and experience. The other question I always ask is, do you ever get spotted? Who? You. Me? Yes. No. Because it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It it is. Yeah. Yeah. No. um, You've you've made a life for yourself. I mean, I'm 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 very happy that it's working out for you. Um, Was there a B plan at all? You know what? No, because I think if there was, I'd probably be doing it. (laughs) Yeah. I I forgot. Uh, No. I forgot who was it said that a B plan is. Um, a setup for failure. I don't know who said. I can't remember who that was that said that. Oh, I know. Hmm. Who, yeah. You know, you know that was that was um, Connor. That was um, oh gosh, Six Orange. I think said that. Oh really? Yes. Oh, that's. I thought you were gonna say like Albert Einstein or oh, something. Oh no, said gosh, that. no. <laughs> no, it was Six Orange. Wow. Yeah. So, but uh, again, again, you gotta listen to the podcast. We can't, you know, give it all away here, but. You know, we're running out of time. This has been a great, great episode because I knew that it would be very, very simple in the sense that, well, number one, you're from Scotland, so that's amazing right there. I mean, that's that's just, you know, this could go on for forever, you know, how many shades of grass there are. How long is it for for moss to grow on a rock? You have to visit. You have to visit I would love to. My my mother-in-law's from Ireland, and... uh, My father-in-law's from England. You got the Celtic. So, you got the Celtic connection. Yeah. So then. you know. Yeah. So you know who wears the pants in that family. Um, yeah. The um, and um, my wife, of course, you know, half English, half Irish, and um, also um, be careful, Connor, because we could uh, move to Canada very easily. They would take us in a second because it's that. Uh, oh. It's that that British thing. So if you got. I would, uh, I would be happy to. Uh, uh, I I have a I have a sofa bed in my room I'm not as, living at your along house. with I'm my regular at, no, bed. So no, if you ever want to, I'm not living at your house. I'm sorry. That's oh, not gonna have a, no, no. I'm gonna. No, <laughs> no. Number one, I can't afford to live in North Vancouver for nothing. But but no. Uh, but uh, it's a consideration. Canada is uh, is a beautiful place. Um, I hope that you get a chance to work there, uh, Gemma, at some point. I know. I would um, love to. You mentioned. The I have th- some friends that are in Vancouver, so it'd be great. It's the, it's it, the it film. Been? It's thriving. I mean, the, the, the filming in there is just, is just thriving. Connor will tell you, as well as other guests we've had. Uh, you're looking at shows like Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, Dirk Gently is this film there. Of course, um, Once Upon a Time, they took over the whole this whole village town. Just uh, I guess I think it's I, I want to say is it south of Vancouver, maybe north. I don't know. It's, but, I think they're in Steveston. Steveston, yeah. It's definitely it's like a pretty. Um, the, the actually they're everywhere. Recently, yeah. I've seen them around everywhere. 
And you filmed your scenes mm-hmm. in a forest somewhere. I don't know where that was. Uh, yeah, because I saw that you did the Once Upon a Time, Connor. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I wasn't on it very much. It was weird. I expected to have a big part because of the lines I had and stuff, but I, yeah. I didn't come back. So I was like, okay. I think it was the horse thing. I think it was a horse thing. I wasn't yeah. good enough. <laughs> I could have given you a lesson. See? I'm a horse woman. Oh, shoot. Are you, are you, are you, are you in a... Yeah, co- I... are, are you an equestrian, Gemma? Yeah. Really? Well, I grew up like, riding okay. horses and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff when I was younger. Yeah. Wow. Huh. See, if I'd known you back then, Connor. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're going to have you, you on again, Did your character Gemma. have to ride horses in the... Well... In the, once upon a time. <laughs> well... Yeah, I had to, like... Sorry, are you, are you are we like are you no, okay, Mike? No, I'm fine. Oh, I thought you were, were gonna say we were out of time or something. No, no, no. I didn't no, want to start I wanna, blabbing. I want to hear. I want to hear you finish your point. Yeah, for sure. So I had to. Um, I was in a dress, but it was a dress that they had made me themselves because it was like a medieval thing. It was a medi- medieval kind of dress, and so I had to get up on the horse, but the dress didn't wasn't that kind of fabric that you could ride a horse in. Oh God! And I was like, the, like uh, the horse was like twice as tall as I was. It was just, it was just very uncomfortable. And I was really excited because I, I never rode horses, so I was excited to do it. But then they were like, eh, "Can we get the, the double?" And I was like, "No, guys, I can do it. I can do it. I can do it." And they were like, mm, "No, like the union." I wasn't even in, in the union at that point. I don't think. Really? But like, no, like we don't want to get in trouble. I'm like, but you let me do it before, and they're like, "Eh." <laughs> I was like, Ugh, that was you, that was the worst day. You realize, of my life. Connor? Oh no! Every take, every take, I'm sure it was ten or twenty. Every take you couldn't get on that horse is like twenty thousand dollars. So it's like you know, ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. It's like okay, we're going broke here. We're in the double line. That's that's what happened. Because it, because it, 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 yeah, it's, you know, it's all dollars and cents. It all looks funny when you, when you see bloopers and people laughing and stuff, but. But it's money, so well, I'm, I'm joking, of course. You are, uh, you're, Connor, you're a phenomenal actress. You know that. You know, I mean, I'm a huge fan. Uh, Gemma. Oh, thanks. Gemma, you're just, I mean, I've, I've, wow. I, I always say this. It's so cliche, but I see big things for you. I really do. Oh, and, and, thank and it's, you. And it's, and it's not because you're from Scotland. Thank you very much. There's no preferential treatment there. <laughs> it's because you, you're, you're, because you've got it and you want this so bad. And, um, and you wanted to say about beautiful, beautiful Scotland for, for New York City, which is yeah phenomenal. Any uh, thank you. What's up for you next? What can we look for you next then? What's up for me next? Um, I'm auditioning a lot right now. Um, yeah, I, I had I have a little part. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk about it or not. I have a little part in um, in Ocean's Eight. Oh, good. Small, small part. Okay, awesome. Um, so I'll be in that if they don't cut me out. They won't. I'll <laughs> talk to them. Hopefully. Yeah. Fingers crossed. Let's think about this, guys. Uh, that All was right. a fun experience shooting that, though. I um, bet. It's a great franchise. Yeah. So, actually. Yeah. There's that. And then there's a few other things that are, you know, sometimes just stuff takes ages to come out. I did this right. um, web, web series a while ago, which was really great. Um, you really funny. Uh, premise. Oh. And I don't know. I don't know what's happening with it. They keep telling me that, you know, they're going to do an extra season and they're trying to set, but I don't know. So just stuff takes a long time, you know, and I've, a couple other sort of films that I've worked on are still trying to, you know, get out there, but. Do you have a website? They'll... Do you have a website? I don't have a website, no. You are on, tw- you're on um, Twitter. You're on Twitter, though. You know, I'm on Twitter, but I never tweet. And it's really quite funny, actually, because um, some, of the, some of these followers on Twitter were laughing at me. Because I'm like, this is the, um, I've never seen someone, because I think this is when I just like first started the account. I had like maybe a few posts and they were like, this is so funny. This is I've never seen anyone with like such little posts, but being um, hacked. My Twitter account got hacked. Oh, <laughs> so Lord. Like, I don't know, weird stuff <laughs> was coming up on there. And uh, yeah, they were just like thinking it was so funny. Well, it was funny, um, you, but yeah, I don't really tweet that much. I should. You are. On um, I'm on Instagram. You're on Instagram, yes. So where, how do they find you there? Yeah, uh, Gem Forbes. 
good enough. Yeah. That's easy. I don't e- I don't even um, post on there that much. It's mostly like pictures of dogs and ah. animals. But, yeah, right. <laughs> but I do. I, that's I like me. That's what, that's what Connor does. <laughs> I can't help myself. That's all right. It's like f- food pictures, you know. How many food <laughs> pictures on? If your if your if your cell phone's full, because you have you have to delete I, all those food pictures you've taken. That's what. No, I no, I, I feel like it's different. A food picture. I don't want to see food pictures no. on the Instagram feed. No. Like someone's breakfast or something. I mean, but I mean on your on your but, fo- on your but, phone literally. A cute though. cat. Oh yeah. A cute cat or yeah. a dog. I, I like that. Awesome. <laughs> so we'll, we'll look for you soon. And of course, in Thank um, you. in in on Instagram, cat, cute cat cat pictures. <laughs> but uh, check her out again on Instagram, and also um, she's on IMDb. You can check her work out there as well. And uh, thanks so much for coming and joining us on such short notice. It worked out very very well. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's great are, talking to you. You are welcome. And uh, hang in just one second, guys, before you go. And Connor, again, always a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, thank you for having me back. I may have it's a... always a risk, and I think it. I think sometimes it pays off. It's maybe. It's, yeah, you're you're thank you're you. you're an amazing coach. Thank you so much. And uh, oh, we, thank I, you. We've too. got great shows coming up soon. Uh, on November first, we have Savannah Lyles. Savannah Lyles is a child actress from Sedona, Arizona, also in Los Angeles. Great, great actress, up and coming. She's done a lot of stuff on uh, American Horror Story and uh, Henry Danger, and she's also in a new show, movie, new film called Prodigy, which looks very, very good. So we'll have her on uh, on the first. Then November eighth, this is a huge one, guys. From the Orville, we have Mark Jackson. Mark Jackson plays Science Officer Isaac on the new show, and of course on Fox TV. And uh, again, Isaac, not a robot. He's a science officer, although he looks like a robot. But uh, so great shows coming up on uh, on in the future. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Check us out on the web again. Oh. We are on Facebook and we're also on Twitter at Converse Radio, and we are on the web at oh big big breath slash conversations Guys, thank you so much. Uh, hang in there, guys. Don't go away. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. This is Conversations Radio. So long.